This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 803, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, August the 19th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is our Comic Reviews episode for, for releases from the week of Wednesday, August the, what did I say, 20-something? 20, 20, I don't even remember. Uh, let me do the math. 2019th. Oh, my God. Uh, I literally just recorded the intro, and I had to like do math in my head to remember what day it was. Uh, so August the 19th. And actually, I had a, literally a Word document in front of me saying that these are the releases. So, wow. Uh, it wasn't a huge week of releases from the big two. On August the 19th, we had Aquaman, Avengers, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Catwoman, Dark Knight's Death Metal Guidebook, Empire X-Men, Excalibur, Injustice Year Zero, Justice League, and Lords of Empire Swordsman, Metal Men, Nightwing, Spider-Woman, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Teen Titans, and Wonder Woman Annual. Those are some of the selected releases that came out that I did not get a chance to read yet. And I'll be talking about four specific books here. First, we have Batman 97. This is The Joker War Part 3. Uh, this, let's see, let's get to the actual credits. I gotta say, I don't really care for this new punchline character. I don't, she doesn't really seem to have too much of a personality that I care about. I don't really even, like, love the design. Um, it just feels like they're trying so hard to give, to create a new character, but I just don't really care much for it. Um, the issue is written by James Tynan IV, uh, artwork by Jorge Jimenez, uh, Tomu Mori on colors, and Clayton Cowles on letters, with Guillaume March and Tomu Mori on the cover. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Guillaume March, um, generally speaking, so like I, a lot of the things I don't like about his art were evident on the cover. Um, I just kind of miss the Joker. I, I miss when Joker didn't have the weird kind of tick um, audio um, font patterns that he speaks with. It's so weird. I don't know why that bothers me, because it's not a real thing. It's not like we can actually hear his voice, but it has a different sensibility to how the character talks, and I just don't care for it. And it's such a weird thing to have a problem with. I have a problem with this font. But the font does, you know, it says something. And it's not even just the font itself. It's also like the kind of the weird bubble to the um, to the uh, word, word balloons. And it actually, I don't know why, it just strikes it, it strikes out and it, it bugs me. Um, I thought the artwork actually here in this issue was pretty good and interesting. Really kind of putting Batman through his paces. Don't really like how Joker is written here. Or not written, but how what he looks like. And it just feels like it, it doesn't jive with how he's looked in recent years and I just feel like Joker just keeps changing and being weirder and like I'm not really enjoying Joker that as much as over the years um this and this is probably one of my least favorite visual depictions um the story's interesting and I like the stuff with Harley and Batman and you know her trying to kind of help him and get him off the toxin that he's been dosed with and it's interesting to kind of see Batman on his heels and not really kind of understanding half of what's going on half the time really being pushed and not being kind of the, the super Batman and instead being you know having much more of a difficulty in moving forward with the story. And I think that it definitely makes it more interesting and, um, yeah, it just puts them on a different level. And I, I find it quite intriguing. Uh, next up is cable number three. Uh, this is written by Jerry Duggan, artwork by Phil Noto. And, uh, it's kind of, you know, a bonkers fun little journey with cable and Esme trying to uh, go up against the space Knights and get their sword of Galador, um, try to figure out a way to, you know, get them to go away. And in order to do that, they need to get a time machine. So they end up having to try and find, uh, old cables body. I'll be honest, like from a plot progression point, not a lot really happens and moves along here. Um, 
I mean, it's a lot like it's a slower paced issue. There's a lot more characterization. There's things with, you know, Cable and Deadpool. There's pages that probably could be easily cut because it doesn't really add a lot to the overall progression of the story and the and the narrative. Um, it's enjoyable. And again, I really like the art by Noto, but it, it never feels necessary. Um, it feels like there's a lot of extraneous elements here that could be easily cut and you wouldn't feel like you missed out on too much. Um, like, I almost don't even know why the point was to have them have to go to Deadpool to collect the body because it didn't really add anything because it was just, you know, pages of dialogue and conversation, but it didn't really mean that, you know, the character didn't really have to do anything that needed the extra pages besides just having to put up with Deadpool. And that doesn't, and, and after a while, you feel like you as the reader are also being made to put up with Deadpool. And so I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, yeah, so it was a decent decent read, though. Um, again, I just think that from narrative, it could have been better structured. Uh, next up, we have Maestro. This is issue 105. Um, really dug this. This was extremely strong. Uh, shouldn't be surprised that Peter David is writing a great Hulk story, and that's more of what we get here. This time we got the origins of the Maestro character. Uh, it's written by Peter David, artwork by Herman Peralta. Uh, color art is by Jesus Avertov, and Dale Keown is the opening scene artist, and Jason Keith is the opening scene color art. And man, having Keown on here is absolutely fantastic. It really uh, imbues the title with a, such a great sense of visual. And then when you switch into the regular artist, um, you don't feel like you're really missing a beat because Peralta is so great. Um, it feels, you know different but not so jarring and i thought it actually worked out extremely well uh i'm really excited to see where this book goes the having the, the you know the first little uh sequence with keon i thought was so smart and so strong and exciting and it it felt like classic um peter david kind of hulk because of his collaborations with dale keon in the past um and honestly i wasn't sure where it was going and uh how they were gonna like have him it was just in his mind what was going on, and then when they kind of switched it and you see what happened, um, again, like, surprising, because I don't remember a lot about the Future Imperfect storyline and exactly about how that world got there and what we knew of it um, and how Rick Jones was even around, but um, I really dug how this was kind of setting up that world and how this Hulk becomes the maestro and what's been pushing him to be this way, and uh, I'm excited. I mean, they've got four more issues, but... Um, I'm excited from the, at the beginning. I think this is a really strong start, and it it made me excited for the next issue. I mean, really, what more can you want from your comic than that? Is a book that really makes you want to read the next one. I mean, <laughs> it, that's essentially what you want. Um, and last but not least, we have Wolverine number four by Benjamin Percy and Victor Bogdanovich and Matthew Wilson on color art, and he does such a brilliant bang up job here. Job here. Um, this has got some great art by uh, Adam Kubert. It's creepy. It's messed up. Um, we don't really know where it's going, and then it builds to something different. Um, but I thought it was extremely thrilling and exciting. I'm not sure what the hell the last page is supposed to be because then there's like demons and shit. I'm not sure what that is. Up until then, it you know for the most part makes sense. It's you know a relatively a grounded story, and then Omega Red shows up. So I'm not really sure what that kind of last panel or last page means. But otherwise, I thought this was extremely well done. I love the idea that you have kind of a group of people who've been affected um, by Wolverine's kind of rampages over the years, and they're you know they would have a vested interest in trying to do something to Wolverine. Um, I thought it was really interesting to kind of see how it all kind of coalesced and came together. Um, so I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, next week, uh, for our next reviews episode, some of the releases that came out on the 26th include 2020 I Wolverine, uh, number two, Action Comics, Amazing Spider-Man, Batgirl, Batman Superman, Batman Beyond, DC's Topa World's End, Daredevil Annual. I've heard a lot of uh, scuttlebutt about that. Can't wait to read it. Uh, Detective Comics, Empire Avengers, Empire Captain America, Fantastic Four Antithesis. Excited to be reading that as well. Uh, Hellions, Iron Man 2020, number six. I guess that's the end of the storyline, I believe. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, Red Hood Outlaw, Spider-Man Noir, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, Suicide Squad, which I'm really enjoying. Uh, Teen Titans Annual, The Flash, Wonder Woman 761, X Factor 2, X-Men God Loves Man Kills Extended Cut number 2 of 2, and X-Men 11, and actually one other book that, one you know, little book that I forgot to mention, uh, Batman the Three Jokers, number one. In fact, it's the only book of the what, 26 I just read off uh, that I've actually already read, and I know for sure I'm going to be talking about it on the next reviews episode. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening to this uh, quick little hits as we talked about four uh, books from Rapid Succession. And um, our next episode will be up in a couple of days. It's a conversation with Ian Churchill. Uh, the episode next week, I guess 806, is going to be a conversation with Corey Saddlemeyer, which I'm excited about as well. So uh, the next two non-reviews episodes are already in the can and ready for your listening pleasure. So thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. You can email me. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Almost almost end of the show uh, you can reach me at uh, comic shenanigans at gmail.com rate and review the, the show on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes and also listen to us on Stitcher thanks again we'll catch you next time bye bye